Shapiro.com. Rusty Manziel, Steak Shapiro. Rusty Rocks is about eight minutes away. Love that Run DMC right there. Man, that, whoo we Get some fat shoelaces in Adidas rolling the skating ring on Friday night. Man, it was a wrap. You had good, you had good moves. Dude, let me tell you something. You had good moves. Let me, let me tell you something. How old is Bobby? Uh, Bobby's grown up a different world. He's 12. If you could skate backwards at a skating ring, yeah. you peaked. That was all the it, You juice. might as well drove a Trans Am with T-tops at the skating ring. That's all the juice with you needed. With some fuzzy dye. Oh, dude. I That's could. all the juice you so, needed. So you played foosball all night, did all that. When they did the spotlight dance, yeah. when the girls started looking, and you're like, wait a minute, who can skate backwards? So now you got a football player that not only you know is playing for well, a pretty I'm, good team. I'm 10. I'm 10. Oh, you're 10. Okay. Yeah, dude, I'm out of high school skating backwards. Skating. Oh, sorry. I'm, dude, I, I started early, my man. Like, but, they, but they have junior high, 15, 14, we went 15. To, we went to the movies. Went to the movies. Okay, so you were done. What, when, at probably, what probably 12. Probably 12. So you're done with the roller rink by 12. Dude, you go to the skating ring on Friday night. If you could skate backwards as a boy, it was like the Heisman Trophy. You got to pick. You got to pick. You, you had five girls in line. Like, wait a minute. No. It's like Magic no, Johnson. No, I like your ponytail. Come on, we're rolling. It's like Magic when he moved to L.A. You just had your pick yeah, of the litter, yeah. right? As soon as they hit. Dude, they hit that foreigner, and you could skate backwards? Yeah. I'll tell you what we It was did. a wrap. We, 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 we grew up in. Uh, so I lived in Newton, which is a pretty nice little town. But the town over was Dedham. And Dedham is where the townies hung out. And we'd go to Sammy White's bowling alley, right? Yep. Put some candle <laughs> candle pin bowling and we meet some townies. Oh right. Dude. It's like, dude, we gotta go to we gotta go to Dedham. Oh, Girl, man. Girls are girls are a little, you know, oh man outfits were a little bit. And it tight, was, there was no social tighter. media. The only time you saw those kids were then. Oh yeah. We just what we, no FaceTime? Friday night. You know what FaceTime was? Friday night our parents would drop us at Sammy White's on seven? route on route uh one. What time? About six, seven? Yeah, about seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Nine thirty. Nine thirty. If you're lucky, you get a little makeout session in the back oh, of Sammy White. Hey, about listen. So we had seven to ten. Yeah. About nine forty-five. That business decision <laughs> had to be made. Hey, what time are your your parents yeah. picking you up? Right. Let's, yeah. No, we go around the back of hey, Sammy White's. Get us two pickle juices, and I'll meet you in the back. Yeah. And she's a girl. I said, girls from Dedham, they don't play like these whiny little Newton girls. These Newton girls are high drama. They're mashugana. Like, okay, their daddies had too much. They they. We, we liked them a little rough around the edges. We go to like Tukes, <laughs> Tewksbury, Dedham, Revere. You got a girl from Revere. Oh, and, man. And anything could happen. Dude. So, anyways. Well, thanks so much for being with us on a uh, Wednesday morning. Rusty Rocks is coming up in a little bit. Um, obviously, a lot of conversation about the Falcons and a big reaction on social media. Yeah, man. Where I think we have a very good sense, and I, and I say the same about Mike and Carl, obviously, as well, and the rest of the station. But I, I've been here, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. And, you know, the level of fan discontent is... Zero buzz. Is what? There's zero buzz here about the Falcons. No, but the level of fan discontent has reached oh, yeah. kind of an epic level. Correct. You know, it's kind of like a slow burn of, like, you know, we were 2-0, and and then we had the miserable game in Detroit and a bad game against Jacksonville in London. And then we started losing these games that are like, why why are we losing to, you know, Minnesota and the Commanders and the Cardinals and the Bucks and Arizona and the and then it it, it just it really kind of culminated with the Chicago blowout. And I think watching Justin Fields and realizing that all this bill of goods that we were promised, it's gonna be very difficult 
for Arthur Blank to get in front of a postseason press conference and say that he's bringing back the same regime. You got a very experienced locker room, and those guys know we don't have the mix right now. We don't have the mix right here. Yeah, and you're going to have to be incredibly creative on if you're going to go find a quarterback, either draft them in. I mean, beating New Orleans is only going to change your draft position on the negative end. If you lose to New Orleans, you're a top 10 drafter. There's quarterbacks all over the draft. Jayden Justin da- Fields. J- D- Jaden Daniels. Jayden Bo Nix. Michael Penix. J.J. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy. Yeah. Cam Ward's now in there. I mean, you throw them all in there. If you think that it's just a guarantee that Caleb's going to be better than all of them, that's not how it works, man. No. There's six or seven guys. Somebody's going to emerge. Sure. Somebody's going to be one or two. You go, wow, we didn't know he would be ahead of the other three, four guys, right? But there's going to be quarterbacks all over the place, and it's the right year for the Falcons because they don't have one. They don't have one. and We start- haven't had one. Did we- they? Did they? I'm sorry. Did they announce who's starting on uh, – is Desmond starting or is it Taylor Heineke? They have not announced it. Uh, Real- Taylor is dealing with an ankle injury, so there is a possibility of Desmond It's starting. like a comedy show. The Desmond Ritter is going to go back out there. They got to play. It, it's, li- it, it's literally like a comedy show. Like Desmond Ritter, here you go. Here we go again. Well, he just doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. He has like, no respect like this for is, the football. This, this, is, this is real world NFL. He doesn't have it right now. Yeah. He does not have it. No, he's it. a backup quarterback. He's a backup fine. quarterback. That's all. He's a backup quarterback. And very well might be the backup quarterback here. Yes. I mean, he's a third-round yep. pick. You'd be yep. a backup quarterback yep. here, and you and you bring in Justin Fields or somebody else to be the starter. All right, let's do this real quick. Alex Anthopoulos, yesterday, uh, I watched Chris Sale. Obviously, I spent a lot of – I mean, I, I know a lot about, the, uh, about Boston and watched him this year. Uh, he's a dominant pitcher. Dude. Com- completely nasty on his Dude. game. Can take over games. Dude. Loved it. If he's healthy, the risk is a brilliant risk it, reward, man. Dude, it's a brilliant friggin' move. It's a brilliant. I mean, like, <laughs> listen, it's listen. Good, good for Boston. You got a starting second baseman who can hit three hundred and hit twenty four home runs or whatever. Listen, they're, they're not even a factor. Atlanta Braves are going for World Series. Von Grissom didn't have a spot, right? He wasn't playing left field. Jared Kelenic is the guy you're going with there. He's not playing shortstop. He's going to bounce back and forth, or he's going to get he's going to be a utility guy. Like this is a friggin' no brainer. Chris Sale could be the most dominant pitcher in baseball come the postseason. That's how good his stuff is if he stays on a healthy track. Yesterday, Alex Anthopoulos talking with Dukes and Bell about it. He's had a lot of injury stuff in in the past, no doubt about it. The big one was the Tommy Johnny had a while ago, and since then, he's had a lot of freak injuries. Now, at some point, I understand you could say, well, they keep sapping in and so on. Maybe he's an injury-prone guy. Prior to the Tommy John, this guy was a pretty durable guy that was able to post day in and day out. But he had some freak things, a bike accident, comebacker, hit his, his pimping key, came out. He has not had a bunch of arm-related problems. It's good. To, uh, it's important to understand this is not shoulder fatigue. This is a comebacker that snapped his finger back. This is a bicycle accident, right? Yep. I mean, this is not a guy that is – if you watched him throwing in the high 90s with nasty last season when he was right, 13 strikeouts, one walk, six and two-thirds, dude can be nasty, right? Dude, it's such a, it's such a double-A move. I mean, it's the risk reward here. It's such a double A a move, man. It's a friggin' no brainer. Uh, He also talked about Aaron Nola getting in the mix for him, or just in general, 
What was the mindset about getting starting pitching in the offseason? Look, there was a lot of rumors, and the only one I've acknowledged is the Aaron Nola one. But, mm. look, just to, to, to clarify that, um, we absolutely checked in on Aaron Nola, but you know, there was a lot of transparency on that side that, look, his first choice and his priority, if the deal made sense, was to go back to Philadelphia. And if that didn't present itself for whatever reason, it, you know, they, they wouldn't come to terms financially, um, then you know, we were a very desirable place for him. But they were tra- transparent from the get- get-go on that, that, look, our, our first choice is to go back to the Phillies. He was there a long time. They're a great organization. He's had a lot of success there. Totally fine, made sense for us. So we understood that that played out. They ultimately signed him. All right, and that's that was fine. The we, end got, we got enough on Aaron Nola. It, it's just good to know the transparency of Alex Anthopoulos. I like that. Of, you know, like, when, why do we have to hide? We didn't get him. We were yep. interested in yep. him. Sure. We don't tell you we were interested in guys and then we weren't. Correct. That was a guy we were. Chris Sale. Bring him on. Bring on the big boys. Bring on the Phillies. Damn, bring re- on the I'm Dodgers. The, bring on Arizona. Day. I'm right? ready for opening day right I mean, now. I'll take our lineup up against anybody. He added Chris Sale to the mix. It's just everything you want. Uh, actually, the other thing you want is Rusty Rocks. Time to do it. I have a, no idea where you you're don't, going I haven't today. told you. No. And it's been a minute. And uh, didn't have a topic until uh, Monday night. And I was like, you know what? They've earned this one. Top five performers, either from or tied to the state of Michigan. Okay. Top five performers, from, either from Michigan or they did their music in Michigan. Okay. So... Number five, pretty easy, what I would think. Kid Rock. Talks about those Michigan summers. Okay, how you? That's a great song. How great is this song? That's a great. How great is this song? It's summertime in Northern Michigan. Now listen, before you go, number four, don't don't start number four yet. So I got I got twenty seconds on number four. Two guys living in an apartment in 1972 in L.A., an apartment complex. One of them's Jackson Brown. One of his buddies brings him a song over. Dude's dead broke. Dead broke. Brings a song over. They mess with it on paper for a couple of hours. End of the night, they come up with a song called Take It Easy. Glenn Fry from Detroit, Michigan, goes in an apartment complex and writes this one right here. So Glenn Fry and Jackson Brown lived in the same apartment complex in L.A. in 1972. And Glenn Fry's Glenn Fry's the Eagles is from Michigan. He's not even Eagles yet. Not in Eagles yet. But he's from Michigan. He's from Michigan. Okay. And it, and I got Never another Glenn that. Fry at the end of this. All right. Okay. Number three, obviously, Eight Mile. You can't have a list from Michigan without Eminem. The, the combination of Eminem and Kid Rock, both from, coming from, from Detroit this area. Yep. Right. And, and think about when he came on the scene, Eminem. Yes. The Dr. Dre story, the first time you ever heard him rap, it's incredible if you hadn't seen it. He said he gave him that hook, and he said, my name is, and he said, soon as he said, Clem Shady, he goes, this dude, this is insane. Right. You ought to see Dr. Dre talk about that. Yeah. Number two, grew up, did not live here, but made his career in Motown, Marvin Gaye. Did all his music, most of his music, he wrote in Detroit, in Motown. Man, you could have just done Motown, right? Oh, this must have been hard for It was. Could have done, done ten, easy ten. in Motown. Yeah. Number one for me, let's go about skating rink, talk about something easy and having fun. Bob Seger, Night Moves. The Bob Seger catalog 
is, this one right here. Is, this is one maybe right here. the most listenable Dude. catalog. Dude. Just put Bob Seger on Pandora, Dude. on Spotify, right? Grown man can turn this one on. That's a little too tall. Could he use a few pounds? I could, I, could, I could walk out of the building right now. Points. A lot of folks oh, today, know. after listening to Rusty Rocks, are going to have Bob Seger no doubt. driving home. This, this song afternoon. right here, it's different. Let's let it go a little. If you know the words that and what he's actually talking about right there, they were sitting way up firm and high. That's a tune now. Wasn't Madonna from uh, Michigan? I believe she was, but, but she wasn't going to make Rusty Rocks. No, no, you don't show up three hours late for shows and wow, piss people she had off. Penalized. Yeah. Okay. So, so Bob Seeger found Glenn Fry at 16 years old and was going to take him on tour with him. And his mother said, You're not getting on a damn bus with that dude. Right. You're not going with Bob Seeger on the bus. Top five Michigan based performers. Performers. A very strong comeback for Rusty Rocks. And now you know, I think we've learned something. Values matter. Yes. And Madonna doesn't even make the list. You don't you don't treat people that way and make Rusty Rocks. Three, Period. Three-hour waits for her shows. 8 o'clock means 11.15. She is basically, she got a Jim Harbaugh. She was, she was suspended, banned. She's, she's banned for a year minimum. Wow, that's tough. Hey, when we come back, great job, Rusty, as always. We're going to have some fun on uh, Belly Up to the Bar. And a feud is brewing. Uh, a feud is brewing. Has Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee finally gone one step too far? And how might this thing play out? This is a crazy-ass story for Aaron Rodgers. We'll get to that. we got plenty more on uh, NFL numbers, college numbers. And the biggest star in college basketball, not even close, just had another moment last night at the buzzer. We'll tell you who it was. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I'm going to recommend this. The Steakhouse. Yes! Awesome! On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Oh, we back here doing radio? Flying by, Sports man. Radio 92.9 The Game. Steak. A lot of reaction, Rusty, from, lot of reaction yeah. from Rusty Rocks. Appreciate all the social media people. I'm back. I told you I took a couple of weeks off, man. No, Rusty Rocks was strong. Appreciate the it. The skating rink story was strong. There, oh, there. What, what, what's resonated with you so far? What, where, where was the 12-year-old Bo? Praying on young twelve-year-old women, and I say that term. Let's maybe see. I didn't go the skate backwards route. I went the speed skating route. Oh, what, what is that? Inline, inline, speed inline, skaters oh, too. yeah, that was after. Oh, my not time. inline. No, no, quads. Oh, you, you was quads. I was okay. speed skater. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you lean? In my hammer pants. Did you lean into the curve? Oh yeah, no, I oh. won stuff. Oh, I won dude. stuff speed oh, skating. Dude. Oh yeah. yeah. So did the yeah. ladies dig that? Oh yeah, chicks dig speed. You went formula. You went formula one. Oh yeah. See, I went. In the limbo too. It was always great to be good. If you could limbo. Day Day, um, what was uh, what was the move at 12-13? it was the arcade movie theater because we had a setup where they were right next door to each other. Yeah. So the girls kind of, the guys would get to the theater early or and so we can go do our arcade thing because, you know, girls aren't playing video games. But they'd get there in time for the movie right, to start right. and then we'd all go in and, mm, and do our thing. No, but Rusty, man. I wanted to, when you, you guys hit it on, the, when it comes to skating backwards, 
if you can hit the spin into the backward skate oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. perfectly, yeah. oh, man. Now you're next level. So what I would do is I would – we had that little wall. You know everybody was? So I would hit that real fast, and then you turn – and when right. you hit the brakes backwards, mm. might as well. Oh. Yeah. Might as well had a yeah. Corvette. Might as well had a Corvette in a parking lot. It was over. <laughs> it was over. So the move. Let me get this straight. So you head into the wall. You do the spin. See the girls are on the wall. Slow. They're trying to make a decision because oh. they know it's like a John Travolta move. It's like you you're going, going, and there. then you stop, and you're right there in front of them, dude. If you hit the brake backwards, you hit the brake. Oh, you brake backwards, Jeez, man. Yeah. Speaking of Travolta, did we already ask you? How good is that Capital One Travolta yeah. Santa Claus commercial? It, it, the first time I saw Dude. it, then I didn't realize the girls in there as well. I didn't know that. It got so much better as I watched it. Second, I was you like, know, this at is first for you're real. like, is he selling out? Yeah. But I got to tell you, that is one of the most entertaining, creative. I don't know what they paid for the rights to the Bee Gees. I don't know what they paid Travolta, but that sucker, especially if you watch as much football as we do, right? I mean, there's four or five commercials. That my brain, it's permanently, it's like Clockwork Orange. Have you ever seen it? They've permanently ingested in our brain. If you watch as much bowl football and playoff football, that Travolta ad is everywhere, right? Yes. I mean, it was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. And by- I, I like OD on, like, I watched every bowl game. I don't even know what any of them were. It's like it's something on. I'm watching it. Well, the star was the pop top bowl, right? I mean, that thing crushed. Because well, I'll tell you what I did. I finally, and you'll be proud of me. All of you be proud of me. I don't buy myself much. Yeah. I said, you know what? I'm done. Your boy went and bought a brand new 75. Okay, look at you. And then I went and got me a 55, and I had that put outside on my deck, and then I had the 75 put in my office. Wow. And I said, you know what? Good I'm, time. I'm 50. Yeah, buying my own stuff this okay. year. Okay, so you went and got yourself. You hook it all up and everything. Hell no! I had a guy come over and mount okay. that thing. Shoot, I sit there and said, "Y'all need how nice is it?" Oh, dude, I don't cut grass or mount TVs anymore. I've done that. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> There's nothing like the brand new TV when you first sit down and you just like you, you get your spot and you just look at. Women can't understand and this. Upstairs. And you just look at it and you just like, oh, that's so good. If I didn't that's have to get so up to pee, good. I'd still be sitting there. <laughs> All I needed was a catheter. Oh, the, I got to tell you, the day on on Monday, I didn't care that much about LSU Wisconsin. Although uh, Kimberly's uncle was in town, big LSU fan, that was a good win for LSU. But but with sitting down, Rose Bowl five fifteen, knowing you got seven hours, and those aren't you know these those aren't in slappy games as Rusty would say. No, that wasn't Washington and Alabama. In, in the uh, Peach Bowl, that you know that awful semifinal game, which by the way, that wasn't the quarterback of the Bengals. What's his name was playing now? Wasn't he the quarterback, Jake Browning? Of uh, he's the one who played yeah. against Alabama, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean these were real men games, and back then Washington wasn't a factor; they weren't a conversation. Um, I mean that was like Michigan, Alabama, Washington, Texas. That was something else. All right, you want to play some uh, belly up? Let's do it. What's everyone talking about? Yo, yo, what's the deal? We've got you covered. As we belly up. On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We all know about the relationship with Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee, where he does a regular feature. Supposedly paid about a million dollars a year for that. A lot of breaking news. The only place Aaron Rodgers really talks. Um, He's out there, man. He's not afraid to throw it around. But with the Jeffrey Epstein dossier coming out and supposedly going to reveal. How much do you believe that? Like, you believe that's a legit list? Yeah, I think that there's a lot of names that have been held that are going to be released. And I think it's going to be super mm. un- uncomfortable and devastating at the mm. same time. Mm. 
You're hearing that Bill Clinton, the stuff on him, supposedly. Um, what's mm. his code name, Clinton? As pre- as uh, his, his presidential code name in there. I'll give it to you in a second. Oh, my goodness. Him just one of many guys that are really. So, so man, how's it come out? Like, TMZ so, going to leak it? Or are we gonna, so, I guess they're going to make edits on social media. Somebody's using the Information Act and. Um, the, it needs to be out there. Right. If, if the government says these guys are guilty, hell yes, put it out. So the uh, Clinton, supposedly the Clinton nickname is Eagle. Is that it? Eagle. For supposedly. And what number president was Bill Clinton? I thought it had to do with that as well. So regardless, the Jeffrey Epstein list is a scary one for a lot of folks. Aaron Rodgers decides to start talking about it and then throws in this guy's name. A lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't happen. Oh, my goodness. Hey, I'll tell you what. If that list comes out, I definitely will be popping popping some sort of bottle. If that list comes out, I'll be popping a bottle um, and throws out Jimmy Kimmel's name as somebody that should be worried. Uh, Let's just say that he didn't take that conversation lying down even for a second now, he's off this week he's not on his tv show but um he has responded about as aggressively dear blank hole for the record i've not met flown with visited or had any contact whatsoever with epstein nor will you find my name on any list other than clearly phony nonsense that soft brain wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from reality your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the facts further in court. At Aaron Rodgers 12, Kimmel with an immediate response. Yeah, that's serious allegations. Like, like You can't just laugh that off and throw that out there, right? Yeah, I mean, I can understand dudes being dudes, and, and but, but you're on a podcast that you know the world's listening to, and you just drop somebody like his name on that. But I'm interested how that list would even come out. I hope it does for sure. Yeah, unmasked. Uh, I don't. Doe 36. Bill Bill Clinton to be unmasked as Doe 36 and identified more than 50 times in the Jeffrey Epstein doc dump that may be coming. Again, allegedly, not expected to implicate Clinton in any illegal activity. Just a lot of time being spent with Jeffrey Epstein. A lot of other folks nervous about that. I would imagine that. Um, Jimmy Kimmel has lawyered up to a degree and figured out how serious a case he has against Aaron Rodgers, but this thing is going to play itself out oh. for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but this it's be interesting to see how he reacts to the next time he's on the podcast, too. Yeah, a lot of folks uh, praising our buddy Sean McDonough. Listen to his Sugar Bowl calls. Kennex was thrown for 398. Trying to get above 400, and he's on target. Nadunze goes... Right behind him, the ball, like usual, down the field, perfectly thrown. A lot of folks talking about Greg McElroy and Sean McDonough being the finest play-by-play color combination in all of college football. I've known Sean McDonough for 35 years. I grew up listening to him doing Sox baseball. Yeah. He did Monday Night Football where John Gruden was insufferable to work with. Um, so they didn't get to hold on to that gig. He is as professional as it gets. He's a very close friend of Drew Butler's. He was so on his game. Here's a little more of what a play-by-play guy should sound like. Nope. Though he had two cuts from him, we got another one? All right. 
Um, that's a great combo. He's a great, that's a great combo. Three people right now, Sean McDonough, Greg McElroy, and Cole Kublik yeah. are three rising. Sean McDonough's been there. Right. But Greg McElroy and Cole Kublik are two guys in college football that are about to take the step Yeah, McElroy still does jocks in Birmingham, They, they do it correct? together, him and Cole. All right, here's the best uh, college basketball player in America who had a really good night when it came down to it. Are they going to get the ball up in time? Clark for the win! She's got 37 points, Caitlin Clark. They're tied against Michigan State at Iowa, and she drills that to make it an even 40. I'll tell you how much the women's game has grown. This morning, before you got here, I was looking up. LSU plays at Georgia on a Tuesday night in late February. Yep. Make it happen. All right. Let's go see them. All right. On a Tuesday? On a Tuesday Let's go see the baby Sophie. It's baby Sophie. All right. 8 o'clock start. We can still make curfew. ESPN says the biggest rise in their ratings across the board is all their female sports now. Are, are adding areas where they didn't used to get numbers. Yeah. Now the female numbers are coming in. That tournament is going to be Unbelievable. well watched. Caitlin Clark with that shot uh, at the buzzer last night. That's everywhere right now. Hey, when we come back, more on... Black Monday, which is, of course, a dark day for NFL coaches. What's the NFL lineup we haven't talked about on Sunday for what games or when? And the Bills and Dolphins. Bills could be in with a division. They could be out of the playoffs. want to talk to you about that as well. It's all coming up. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 10 o'clock hour is brought to you by... The Man Cave Store, up your Man Cave game this football season. Visit mancavestore.com. Sandy will be in tomorrow and Friday. Drew back with us next Monday where we will be doing some kind of postmortem on the Falcon season. Who are you with Monday, Drew? Yeah. Oh, Lord. You talk about a guy that's been Arthur's unbinned He's Arthur's coming Smith. in with eye black on Monday. I know he is. No doubt. We can't really wait. Can we, can we book Drew for tomorrow also? No, just book him tomorrow. Just, just get a just a little snippet of this. I know exactly. When he texts you, you can you can tell he's been on it. Though I got to tell you, he has been on the, uh, this coaching regime from minute one when Arthur started. Just his some of his antics early in the season. 100%. After they won a couple of games, Drew's like, "What is this guy's deal?" Anyway, it's our big game of the night. OKC and the Hawks. Be great for the Hawks. Uh, you going? You going? You know, I was thinking about. It. I don't have plans tonight. I'll tell you this. The Hawks are due to win a game at home. I went the other night. Did you see the other night, Day Day? Which uh, Friday night? No, no, no. Yeah. The Friday I, night I, game? I bet the Hawks because they are 1-10 at home against the spread, and I said at some point they're going to have to start covering at home. Yep. I sit out of my seat. I felt so smart. They're up 28-9. to nine. They're up like nine. They're up like, no, no. They're up 21 points in the first quarter. They're up 14 in the fourth. And, again, they lose to Sacramento. They have been a nightmare at home. They got OKC tonight. The last time I was on with Zeno, they were playing at Houston, and uh, and Houston was only giving up like three. He goes, something's not right. And the Hawks covered that night. Oh, they did. SGA tonight, though. And who's the other kid? Holmgren? Chet yeah, Holmgren. Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren. Yeah. Dude, they got the whole thing. And they whooped the Celtics last night, dude. They, they weren't playing. That's a big game of the night. And that's a real 
big game tonight at State Farm Arena. Here's our three strikes questions. Give us your 13-year-old hangout to meet the ladies. What was your 13-year-old hangout to meet the ladies? Will Justin Fields ever be an Atlanta Falcon? Will Justin Fields ever be an Atlanta Falcon? And the favorite musician or band from your home state. So mm. I, I grew up in the 80s in Boston. Yeah. Jay Giles' band just took off. You remember this tune right here? I mean, this was... Centerfold, baby. Yeah. That's skating ring. That is straight rock ridge so skating ring. Jay Giles' band was huge. Peter Wolf, um, right in our era. I mean, we were all about this. And Boston's had its share, for sure. Um, but the original band, Boston, their debut album, uh, more, than a, more than a feeling. More than a feeling, right. So so you got to give us your home state. This I know you're a transplant. Great, it's going to be some great calls right here. I know you're a transplant, um, but uh, Bo, you got a Louisiana? You grew up in Louisiana? Born and raised. In, born and raised, right. So if I had it off the top of my head, from the area that I'm from, Kenny Wayne Shepherd, I think, was uh, he was pretty good. What, what area? Baton Rouge? No, he's from Shreveport. I was actually born and raised in Bossier City. Bossier so. City, Louisiana. I can claim Jared little, Leto. Little, little casino there in Bossier City, right? Lots of casinos there Lots in Bossier City. I was going to say. What are those casinos like in Bossier City? Oh, they're great. Yeah. Spent many a, many a bingers in those things. Yeah, I'd like to check that out. All right, so our three strikes questions are 13-year-old hangout to meet the ladies. Will Justin Fields ever be a Falcon? And your favorite music or band from your home state, 404-726-0929. outcast for me. I mean, there's all kind of country music I love, but but like – Outcast is it. Outcast is be would be it for me. I yeah. wear them out still. Uh, what about Justin Fields? Do you think he's ever an Atlanta Falcon? Not. I'm asking if you want him to be. Do you think? Do you think he'll ever? Uh, be If I was a betting today, I would say no. I but I desperately want him to be here for a year. See what we can do. I would love to see him in that red that red helmet, black jersey. How many Justin Fields jerseys would oh this city God. sell if they sign him? Oh my God! Especially you talking about apparel. Oh my goodness! You know, there's a lot of teams that are trying to figure out the quarterback situation, and Justin Fields is on their wish list. It's and not ba- like and we're Boston's the only ones. already. <laughs> yeah, no, already New England Sports Talk Radio is like, what's it going to take? They don't. I mean, they're in exactly the same situation, in, except they drafted Mac Jones higher. They're done with Mac Jones. They have this Bailey Zappi, just like us, drafting Desmond Ritter. End up with Taylor Heineke. They neither one has anything. Belichick probably won't be the coach. I mean, it's going to be a fascinating Monday in New England to see how that thing ends. Um, sounds like Arizona has committed to Kyler Murray. Rams. I'm, I'm just looking at the rest of the NFC. Right. Yep. Cowboys don't need a quarterback. Eagles don't need one. The Giants have committed to Daniel Jones. Commanders don't need one. Niners don't need one. Rams don't need one. What do you think about the Seahawks? Is, uh, are they going to just Hang in there with Geno Smith. We shall see. Yep. Arizona hanging in there. Lions don't need one. Packers don't need one. Vikings need a quarterback. Yes, they do. Right? Bears have their pick of the litter. Buccaneers going to hang in there with Baker Mayfield, right? Dude, it, yeah, they're going to pay Baker Mayfield. They're going to pay Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they're paying him. And, that, and that's what people are like, what if we bring Justin Fields and we have to pay him? Hell, I hope we have to pay him. You have to pay a franchise quarterback at some point. Well, I'm saying if you so why not? You bring him in for a year. You bring him in for a year. If he does good, yeah, give him the money. Hell yeah, pay him. Saints need a quarterback or not? Yes. Okay, so Saints are in our boat. Yep. Panthers are not. They're not going to be shopping. So there's not a ton in the NFC. You get to the NFC. Dolphins don't need one. Bills don't need one. Jets don't need one. Patriots. Okay. Yep. Chiefs don't need one. 
Uh, Raiders and Broncos both in the same both. boat. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, Ravens don't need one. Browns don't need one. Steelers. Yes. In the hunt. Yes. Right. Yep. Bengals don't need one. Jags don't need one. Colts do. Yep. Texans don't, and Titans probably don't either. So probably six legitimate teams exactly in our same position. Correct. Right? Yeah. The, the 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 whole deal with the Bears is fascinating. The decision they're about to make. It's unbelievable. They they have got. I mean, the, look, one of the biggest decisions in a franchise in a long time. I'd be feeling good as a Bears with the, fan with the picks. Look at they what got. the Texans just did with their two picks. Yes. Let me tell you something. Look, look too. at what Will Anderson just broke the rookie sack record. Yes, right. Yes. And CJ Stroud and went CJ off. Stroud. But here's the thing. You're sitting there and you're looking at Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh, as, a, as a once-in-every-10-year wide receiver. Yep. Julio Jones type. Julio Jones, A.J. Green, and you're looking at this guy, and what? how can we work this and get him and also have the quarterback? So there's a lot to be made there. It, it is. It's going to be unbelievable offseason yep. in the quarterback. And then all the quarterbacks in the first round that the Falcons, if they lose, they're going to have – I mean, they're going to be Dude, right there. They'll be five in the top ten. Five, yeah. five's go, five will go in the top 12, no guaranteed. Doubt. Bryce in Peachtree City. Let's get this going. So what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you to sound off with three strikes. Bring it the f*** on! On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, Bryce, what was your 13-year-old hangout to meet with the ladies? Hey, Stanky, Rusty. Hey, uh, the mall arcade slash food court yes, back sir. in the day, Yes, baby. sir. A little, little pole position. Which mall? Oh, yeah. You know it, Rusty. Which mall? Oh, man, it's not even there anymore. Shannon Mall down on the south side. It's now a big movie production uh, studio. Will Justin Fields ever be a Falcon? Man, I would would hope so, Steak. I'd like to see it. Do I think it'll happen? No. Favorite music or band from your home state? Little Zach Brown, little chicken fried, baby. I got to tell you, Rusty, you're on it, baby, with Rusty Rocks, Bob Seger. I love it. You guys Zach, do a great Zach, job. Zach Brown needs a reality check. Yep. Okay. Thanks, Bryce. Great call. Everybody loves that he played Dixie Tavern, down home guy. He 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 had five kids. You, you know he, you know what's he, happening. He, you know he what's didn't happening? do the right thing with that. You know what's happening to Zach Brown? He's peaking a little later in life, he, yeah. and he's making up for some lost time. Well, he's smelling himself, and he's he, gonna he write, just go write some checks for those decisions. Married for three months, already getting divorced. Three months. Met some. Fan supermodel. Yeah, he's gonna write a check for that decision. <laughs> no, he's no it's doubt. undefeated. Yeah, Zach. <laughs> write your next song, brother. Undefeated. <laughs> next album needs to be undefeated. <laughs> yes, that's a great call. Breakfast Barry. What was the thirteen-year-old Breakfast Barry hanging out at to meet the ladies? Happy New Year, guys. Uh, the the Organ Grinder Pizza place in Marietta back in the day. Will Justin Fields ever be a Falcon? Being a Georgia Bulldog, he's left me with a week-old eggnog taste in my mouth, so I hope not. Favorite music or band from your home state? The Cabin Regular, Ed Rowland, and Collective Soul from McDonough. Love yeah, those guys. Collective Soul, yeah. Let's How go. About that? Hey, nice Doug and Jefferson, the 13-year-old hangout to meet the ladies. What was it, Doug? That would have been the Skate Palace in Forest Park, man. Will Justin Fields ever be a Falcon? Not a chance. Favorite music or band <laughs> from your home state? Atlanta Rhythm Section. If you don't mind, let me say, there's another quarterback out there, Spencer Rattler, can spin that damn ball, guys. Yep, I like that. Now he's it's gonna be a, he's gonna be a second or third rounder. John yep. in Stockbridge. John, 13 year old hangout to meet the ladies. 
Um, three good ones. First one is a place called Misty Water Skating Rink in DeKalb County. The cool thing about it. Okay, we got to keep night, moving. We got to keep moving, brother. Will Justin Fields Matt, ever Matt, be a Matt, Falcon? Matt, uh, I'm afraid not. Favorite music or band from your hometown? Mother's Finest. Oh, yeah. Mother's Finest. Yep. Thank you, buddy. I, I got to move them along. You know what I got to do, right? Yeah, we, we, we got calls. Yeah. People are there. We got to move along. We got to move along. Andy, you want to see Andy, right? I just went and saw him during the break, man. The dude, Andy looks 6-1 today. <laughs> this dude He's, is glowing. You talk about somebody smelling themselves, not oh, Zach Brown. Dude, this, he, Andy's going to walk in his room in a minute like I used to in the skating rink. <laughs> He got a different swag to him. He's, he's skating backwards Dude today. Dude, he's bouncing. Uh, it's the Steakhouse Sports Radio 92.9.